Hi, my name is Roy Kenner. I'll be your host today on Archery Talk 101. What we're going to cover today is how to correctly draw your bow. If you want to shoot like a professional, then you need to learn how they do it. And that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, of course, it's always better to have somebody in person, but this is a description of what you're going to do uh, if you get out here. And uh, uh, I'm going to try and give a good description of uh, uh, what the, it is you're doing. So before we get started, I want to uh, make a couple of assumptions. One, I'm going to assume that your bow is set up uh, and tuned for you. Uh, that's a, a different uh, communication on, on how that's set up. So we're going to assume that is all done. And we're going to be referring to the hand you hold the bow in as the bow hand, your holding hand. And just so I give a term, you'll understand that. Um, and the hand you draw the bow back and release the string will be the release hand uh, is generally what I refer to it. And uh, first, let me explain how you're going to draw back the bow. The proper way to draw a bow back is what is called back tension. And in that method, you're using your back muscles to draw the bow. Uh, to explain this a little bit better, let's take your bow hand and hold it off to the side. And then you're going to take your other hand, your release hand, and you're going to put it in front of your face like you're right about your draw level where it's going to come to. And now just start squeezing your shoulder blades together. And you're going to see that hand comes back across your face. Now that's using your back muscles to to draw the bow. And that is what we're going to do when we get ready to release the, the string. And I'll cover that a little bit later. So then let me talk about your anchor point uh, before we get too far into this. Uh, when you're drawing your bow, uh, first let's cover uh, the finger style release. You have a couple ways of holding the string. One, you can put uh, all three fingers below the arrow, or you can put one finger above and two finger below. Now, a lot of times if you're drawing with your fingers, you have one above and two below. And sometimes you'll pinch your fingers and you'll kind of curl them, and that'll actually pull the arrow off of the rest. Uh, so then if you go three below, then you don't have that problem. But that's just a matter of creating the right hook and pulling with the hook instead of curling your fingers to make a fist. Now, on to the anchor point. Now, there's a couple ways you can do it. One, you can take your index finger and bring it back to the corner of your mouth. Uh, that's actually where I do it. Uh, that's more comfortable for me. And then the other way is uh, more like your Olympic style does. That they're going to take your thumb and index finger and it's going to drop back to underneath your jaw. Now that that's, and then there's, you can find a spot in the back of your jawbone to put it in there. I don't think it's quite as consistent, but you just have to learn how to do that. You're still going to use the same draw style with your back muscles to go ahead and release it. So now uh, let's get on to the release or, or your caliper style, you know, that'll strap onto your wrist. Now what I like to do is take the index of your hand for your index finger, that knuckle, the first one on the back of your hand, that when you draw back is going to come back and there's a spot below your earlobe that you can fasten it to right, right back in there's a little pocket back there. And when you put it back in that pocket, that's going to be consistent every time because you're having what bone on bone, which is really the most consistent way to, to anchor. Yeah, so now let's get on to the handheld, sometimes referred to as thumb release, which is kind of a misnomer because you don't really use your thumb to fire it. Uh, the, the thumb is not as dexterous as your index finger, and so that even makes it even worse. So what you do is it's it, the trigger goes between your thumb and your where your thumb and your index finger meet. So that's where it goes where you're going to fire it from, and you don't actually use your thumb to fire it. 
you're going to put it back there and then you're and your drawing process with your back muscles will actually fire that trigger and, and that's kind of the, the little different describes on a, a anchor point now on your your handheld your anchor point instead of being the first knuckle on your hand they go to the ring finger and as you come back, you're just turning your hand over so the ring finger is actually in that same spot. Uh, so that that's where you want to go. It's it's going to be pretty much the same uh, whether you're using your your trigger or uh, a handheld one. You're going to still use the the same uh, trigger point in both cases. Now I've heard people say that you know you have to change your sights when you switch between a caliper and a handheld release. Or the the what they call the thumb release, uh, and that's that's false. Uh, you don't have to do that uh, if it's set up right. You're doing it right. You're going to use a peep, and some use a kisser button and a contact with your nose. So as you draw back, you have a peep that lines up with your eye. You put your string on your nose, and then I like a kisser button because it gives me you know third reference. You get those three references together, and it doesn't matter whether you're using the caliper type where you put your knuckle behind your ear, or you use a uh, handheld type where you turn your hand over, and now you turn your hand over and you use the, the ring finger. It's still gonna line up with those three points or two points if you're not using the kisser button. Line up, then your bow will shoot the same no matter what release it is. Um, I switch between them and don't have any problem. I don't change sights or nothing. I have a caliper type that I use uh, when I'm hunting in the wintertime because when it gets really cold, I don't like grabbing onto a piece of uh, cold metal that's actually hanging off my bowstring because you, you need the control to be able to feel those uh, the trigger in your, your thumbs. So you need to have a little bit, uh, uh, something on your hand and you don't, I don't really use one where I can take the caliper type and hook it onto my wrist. And then from there, I can put a hook it on because mine has not really a caliper type. It has a little hook on it. Those are nice because I can find it. I can hook it up without looking at it. Uh, so that's kind of the, the difference. You don't have to worry about which release you're using. Uh, when it gets really cold, I don't grab it like grabbing on with my bare hands that nice cold aluminum uh, uh, release. Now let's get into uh, your correct hand position. We did cover that in an earlier podcast uh, in a little more detail. But basically what you're going to do is you're going to take and place your, your holding hand or the bow hand um, on the riser so that it goes between your thumb and index finger. Then you're going to take and move your hand down until uh, on your palm of your hand we're in the position between your little finger and your thumb. You know, not on each of the muscles for your, your two fingers, right in between it. That's the spot you want to be in. And, and now, now once you get that position, uh, whether using fingers or mechanical release, it doesn't matter which one you're using. Pull back slightly on your bow, put a little pressure on it. That way it kind of locks the bow into that position on your hand. Because, you know, if you, you find you're at full draw and it's not in that position, you have to let down and start over because when you start kind of twisting your hand, uh, it doesn't uh, uh, doesn't work too well. It can cause other problems, whether it be, you know, now you've torqued your bow or you've twisted your bow or, or something. It's just easier to let down and reposition it. And if you do that enough and it comes back, you automatically put your hand, you go the same process every time. Uh, you don't have to worry about it once you've uh, practiced a few times. And that that's that's just going to be, you know, habit once you get there. Now, what you're going to do is now that you've got a little pressure on there, you're going to 
bring your arm up and point it towards the target. You're going to have a little bit more bend in your arm than you normally would uh, because you want to be pushing the hand forward. It's easier to draw a bow if you're pushing with that hand as well as you know, pulling back with the, the back muscles on the other one. It's a little bit easier that way. Now, what you can do when you get ready to start your draw press process, what you want to do is lean slightly forward by bending at the hips. Now, you still want to keep the bow pointed towards the target. You always drop towards the target. Uh, you see a lot of people, they'll, they'll raise the bow up and try and bring it down. Uh, you know, one way to find out, you know, you're not really very strong. Put your arm up and try and push down. Have somebody resist. It's hard to do that. But if you take and push at it, you're much stronger. So uh, use your stronger muscles when you're drawn. Now, if you're using caliper type, you want to take your trigger finger and you want to put behind the trigger. Because what's going to happen is if you don't put it behind the trigger, you're, you're going to have your finger over there and you're going to accidentally pull that trigger when you are drawing back. Because it start, you know, you get a little pressure on it. You have a tendency to make a fist and that pulls the trigger. If your finger's behind it, there's no way you can actually pull that, that trigger. Um, I've had people that, you know, just move from fingers to release and smack themselves in the mouth because they put their finger over the trigger and didn't realize they were pulling it and, and it went off part draw. So you always want to put your hand behind there. Now, once you uh, are doing that, don't put the finger behind there. Now, as you draw back, you're going to be pushing your holding hand or your bow hand towards the target, right where you want to go. And then draw back the string with your back muscles. Now, when you're at full draw, you'll find your anchor point, which is, you know, depending what type of release you're doing and, and how you're going to anchor, find your point. Once you're at your anchor point, you're going to start your aiming process. So now once you're at the anchor point, you haven't even put your finger on the trigger yet. You want to start aiming. Now go ahead and put your, your bow up there. Get the pins where you want it to go. Now if you're using a, relay, a release uh, that is strapped to your wrist or caliper type, now is the time to put your finger on the trigger. Don't put any pressure on it yet. You're not ready to actually pull the, you know, have the trigger go off. Uh, now you're going to use the part of the finger, which is going to be the second joint after your fingertips. So take your fingertip, go back to the second joint. That's what you're going to curl around the trigger. Now, when you get ready to start doing your shot, you're going to put slight pressure on it. You don't want it to go off. That's why I like really hard triggers because it's too sensitive. You just barely touch it and it goes off. You don't want a hair trigger. You know, firearms, you know, rifles, uh, the, there's an advantage, but on uh, bows, it's a disadvantage to have a light trigger. So you want to go with a, a heavy trigger in there. Now, once you're ready for your shot, shot sequence, you're going to focus on aiming and start with your finger curl around and start pulling back with your back muscles and your hand. You see earlier where your hand goes across your face. Now, as you pull back, remember to squeeze your shoulder blades like you're trying to hold a pencil between your shoulder blades. That's that's kind of the motion you want to do. You know, somebody put in the middle of your back a pencil and it says hold it. Um, now, you want to resist the temptation to pull the trigger. Uh, a lot of people do that, and that's that's uh, why everybody has uh, problems when they're grouping. It, it should be a total surprise. Uh, one way I've done this is take in, when I've been teaching them in person, uh, have them put their finger out above the trigger so that it's uh, above the trigger. Don't put the finger on at all and start aiming and pull, 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 pull. And I will actually pull the trigger for them, so it's a total surprise. That's what it should feel like, is if you're pulling back and somebody else pulls the trigger, and uh, most more times than not, they hit the target they're aiming at because they had one job to do is aim the bow. 
And that's kind of what you're doing. Your, your draw, your job in shooting a bow is to draw the bow back and put, put force in it and then aim. That's your only function to do, you know, let your subconscious, your big muscles do the firing. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult to do fine motor skills at one time, two of them, uh, you know, like take, you know, people pat your tummy and rub your head. You know, it's two different things. You can't do both of them. Aiming is a fine motor skill, and so is taking index finger and pulling it. Now, the way it gets off with rifles is they're, they're a little bit different way of shooting. So you need that little fine motor skill to squeeze the jump, squeeze the trigger. Uh, so that's why we use your back muscles. Because once you start them, you can, you can quit thinking about your back muscles and concentrate totally on the aiming part. So that's, that's the correct way to draw a bow. Uh, if you have any questions or like advice or tips uh, if you want to join the facebook uh, group the archer talk 101 facebook group uh, there we have a group of people that go in and they can review your form you can you can upload a video and and we'll take a look at it and give you pointers and advice if you have questions on your bow setup uh, we have botex in the group that can answer questions and uh, archery instructors with uh, um over a couple decades of experience uh, working on bows and teaching people. So uh, join that group, have a little extra uh, support for it. I'll put a link in the description, make it easier for you to find the group. And uh, once again, this is Roy Canterbury. I've been your host today on Archer Talk 101. Thanks for listening.